Hey everybody, welcome to the Abundant Life Homeschooling Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Kevin. And I'm Lori. Thanks a lot for joining us. We are super excited to get up and running. Um, so this is officially our first podcast um, where we're going to be talking about some actual content. We did an intro episode um, to share with everybody and hopefully you're all ready to jump in and learn about homeschooling. So uh, my name is Dan. My family has been homeschooling now for uh, this is our seventh year, I believe, homeschooling. I have a almost 15-year-old daughter and 11-year-old son who are absolutely thriving being homeschooled. Um, my family made the decision to start homeschooling. When my daughter was in second grade, she was really struggling with life as a public school student for a lot of reasons. Um, and my wife felt a real call to be a homeschooling mom. Um, she was really of the opinion that I've waited my whole life to have kids and to be a mom, and now I send them away from me every day. And she really wanted to have a more direct involvement in their life um, as a parent, and then obviously as a homeschooler, she was a teacher, so it came really naturally to her, but um, those were kind of the driving factors behind us making the decision to start homeschooling, and it was the single best decision that our family has ever made. So yeah, Kevin, talk a little bit about your family and your situation. Yeah, uh, my family is currently in their second year of, of homeschooling. Um, prior to that, we, I guess, followed the patterns of life where my wife and I were both working full time. And the alternative, right, is to send your kids to, to school. Um, and we had done that um, all the way up. Our oldest is 14. We have a 14-year-old daughter, a... 10-year-old son, 12-year-old son, yikes, and a 10-year-old daughter. Um, and that was up through seventh grade. Um, so our oldest had gone through um, school through seventh grade. Um, and we just had that moment where, right, where they're coming home every day. Um, and we just started looking at where they were at. And, right, as a parent, you see the potential of your child and what they can accomplish and what they can do. Um, and we're looking at what they were accomplishing in school and the work that was being given. And it was just, it just made us sad. There was, we were just like, oh, there's so much more that you could be doing. And right, the way some of the systems were set up, they had to wait for the other kids to catch up. Um, or, oh, we don't have that work available for your kid right now. Um, so we just saw that time like ticking away and just their skills and abilities being dulled rather than sharpened and being yeah, being challenged and stuff. So, um, yeah, life paths brought us, um, it, yeah, it brought us towards homeschooling and the people we started connecting with. Um, and honestly, within the first year, it has been amazing to see, like, their eyes, like, light back up and, like, their brains start working again um, and the challenges that are there. And they just love school. It, it wasn't like, at the end of the day, they came home, like, this was amazing. We love school. And it was like, I have to do this and I'm done and I don't want to do it. And it was that daily battle, right? That, um, yeah, it just, just was, it was disheartening. So, um, needless to say this, yeah, last year has been an amazing turnaround, uh, for our family in general in all kinds of aspects, which we're going to get into. So I don't want to do any spoilers now. Um, but yeah, awesome. that's, that's us. We're new. We're newbies. We're fresh. Rookies. So, Lori, you, uh, your family is not new to homeschooling. No, we're not new. Um, so you guys all gave the ages of your kids. This is a test. Uh, <laughs> we have been homeschooling from the beginning. We have six children. Our oldest is 24. 
So we started him um, probably 20 years ago we started. And um, do you want me to give the ages? <laughs> I think I can do it. <laughs> I have two birthdays this month. But, uh, as of now, we've got a 24, soon to be 23, a 21, 19. All four of them have graduated and are um, doing well. And then the ones we're still homeschooling are 16 and soon to be 13. So we decided over 20, probably about 24 years ago when our first son was born, that we would probably homeschool. Um, we just had a real desire to see them love to learn. So it was neat that Kevin said his kids love to learn. I wouldn't say my kids love to learn everything, but overall they enjoy learning. And that was um, that was what we wanted. We also had a real desire to instill our values and not just the culture's values. Um, and we wanted time with them to pursue the things that were important to us. So we love to do a lot of things in nature. And um, right now my son's out hunting with his dad and it would be, uh, you know, um, school time and, and he got school done early. And so he was able to do that. So that, that's always been a, a value of ours. So. Awesome. So just a, a couple of notes as we get started here. So the first is just a little bit of a definition about what we mean about homeschooling. Right now that's kind of changed mm -hmm, given our right. current scenario where there are more people at home homeschooling than ever yeah. before. Um, there are many different modes of what homeschooling looks like. And I think from all of our points of view, we're thinking about it where if your kids are home with you all day long right. doing school, that's a form of homeschooling. That's a form, yeah. Yeah. So basically, I think everything that we talk about applies to everybody who's at home doing school at home. And I would also say that maybe you have an inkling that homeschooling would be really good for you and your family. And we're here to tell you that, yes, it would be really good for you and your family. Um, and we're going to lay out some reasons why. Um, this first series is all about the reasons why homeschooling is best for um, your kid. That's what mm -hmm. we're going to focus on here, why it's best for your individual children, why it's best for your family as a whole, why it's best for you as parents and even for the community and the world as a whole. Um, we're going to be interspersing some conversations that the three of us are having with interviews with kids who are currently being homeschooled, kids who are graduates and are out in the world and they can give their perspective too. So um, that's kind of a starting point for where we're headed today. Uh, we're going to focus on 10 reasons why homeschooling is best for your kids. Um, and so we'll just jump right in. So the, the first reason why homeschooling is best for your kids is you can meet your individual students' needs. Um, and all of, the, all of our kids, anybody who has more than one kid knows that all of your kids are different. They learn differently. And public school, by and large, is designed to teach all kids the same way. Right. And certainly there are efforts made to differentiate for kids. Um, but as a parent, you know your kid best. And you can meet their individual needs better than anybody else. So, um, and Lori, talk a little right. bit about that as well. Um, yeah, we had we have six different personalities, and um, it it homeschooling gives you the flexibility to to really um, work with that. Our our I think if our uh, tool, our son, our oldest son, who is just very successful now, has written a book. He he did not read till fifth or sixth grade. And we were able to really work with that. We were able to um, teach to his his strengths. So he never felt disabled. He never felt um, stupid or some of the things he might have felt had he been 
you know, compared. Um, I was a little, you know, I was new too, so. <laughs> but uh, um, just even, so the learning issues, um, the personality issues, the different personalities. I, you know, I have some kids who wanted to be right with me, needed constant encouragement. I had other ones that, you know, give me my list, let me go. And so you can do all that. And I, I mean, I'm a daughter of a school teacher. Um, and so I realized that um, it's not the school's fault that they can't do that. They have 15 to 25 kids at a time, and they're doing a phenomenal job. Um, I know some wonderful school teachers. But I think when you have two, three, in my case, six, it, I mean, that, that think of your teachers having six in their class. They'd be. Well, just think of how much you how much better you know your own kids and how much better yeah. you know what's making them tick what makes them you know so yeah i always yeah. think of it so my son my sixth grade boy is a mover he mm. needs to be fidgeting he needs to be moving um if he needs to just sit in a chair and listen to something being read or being taught to him he doesn't remember anything right. but if he's allowed to walk around or like toss a ball to himself he remembers everything and if he was in school, he would have been labeled ADHD mm -hmm. years ago. Right. They would have tried to pump medications and all that stuff when all he needs to do is move a little. Well, he can't walk around the classroom and toss a ball to himself while he listens. That just doesn't right. work. That would be right. so distracting. Yeah. Right. But, but at, at home, home that, that cements it. There's For actually sure. studies that show when you're moving and learning that way, you learn longer. It goes into long-term memory quicker. Absolutely. And so it's actually, you know, his ADHD, which probably would have not been seen as a positive in a classroom with 20 kids, it's actually a gift. It, it, there's a gift in that. Absolutely. So, right. mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the first reason. The second reason why homeschooling is best for your kids is that homeschooling allows your kids to follow and pursue their own passions and areas of interest. Uh, we know a variety of families who do homeschooling really differently yep. and maybe have something that's a real point of focus for their family. Maybe that's music or art or being outdoors all the time where you literally are spending a couple hours outside in nature every single day. Um, and it, homeschooling allows you to do that without worrying about missing something, right? right. You don't have to... You don't have to squeeze it in after a full day, coming home stressed, all this homework, and then you're a gifted violinist. You want to squeeze in two hours of practice, and then you're late. So right. that can be part of the day. It can. Um, it is so. a part of your education, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. learn those things. Right, and it can be incorporated with breaks from right from the class that they're in. So yeah, you don't have to wait till they get home. Right, take ten minutes. Go take a breather, and your breather could be photography or right. playing. Right. the violin then come back right. um that mental break is yeah insanely important yeah as they get older if you homeschool and they are interested in or they think they're interested in some type of job i mean we've had both happen we've had a son who was bent towards business got a business job at 16 and you know really helped a, a daughter with photography same thing um and then an, another child who was interested in something got in a job that way and realized that wasn't their bent, yep. which is just as, I mean, if just you can figure that out at 16, you don't go and get a degree and figure that out at 24 after right. spending $80,000. So, <laughs> yeah, And the other thing that I've noticed too, with regards to that is it allows those interests and passions to be discovered in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been many times where my kids are learning something with my wife 
and then she discovers that their interest is piqued by a particular topic or something that she did not expect at all, but it allows her to just stop and just go down this rabbit hole, like chasing this thing that are, that the kids are suddenly interested in. If kids are excited about what they're learning, they're going to learn so much more and so much more effectively. So we've definitely noticed that in our house. Right. Okay. So the third reason that we have for why homeschooling is best for your kids is that your kids won't have to do the monotonous (laughs) busy work and homework. (laughs) I call it low grade clerical work that kids are asked to do. And I think Kevin, you can probably speak to this better than Lori or I can. Yeah. This was our, this was our big like thorn in the side. Whereas yeah, our kids are at school all day long. um, And we come home and right. It's quick throw dinner together. Um, They're not interested in talking yet because their brain is still like decompressing from the day at school and, everything that happened there and then clean up dinner and it's okay now you have to do homework and it was yeah life sucking so where they would go anywhere from like an hour to three hours Mm -hmm. of doing homework and it was do this worksheet and we would look at each other and go why like why do you need to color that like why you don't need don't do that and it was like there was like that i have to color it because it's my homework and i want to get the good right they want the good grade but there was a disconnect of like the value in it. Um, so it was, it was like, right. You hit like Wednesday and doing three hours of homework, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and you still have Thursday, Friday. Like, yeah, it's a full-time job on top of a full-time job. Um, so it was, it was, and there wasn't anything growing out of that, right? There was, it was, it became that wedge for us um, between, yeah, growing as a family and connecting mm-hmm. and, chasing your passions and developing your talents and, and those things you really love versus sitting at a table with your pencil. Again. Right. Um, you, it gives you the time then for true learning when you get rid of the monotonous busy work. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that my kids were done with school often by early afternoon, right? They did, they completed their tasks, they learned everything for the day, and then they had a whole lot of flexibility in the rest of their day. That's less so now that they're getting older, especially for my ninth grader, who's a little bit right now, she's got more work than she's ever had, right? So it comes with the territory when you get older, but it gives you that flexibility. Well, and there, once again, there's a lot of studies on how, especially younger children learn through play. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think there's even models of schools that are going that way. Absolutely. But when when you can get done with the busy work, when you're with your child and you realize, oh, they get this adding, I'm not going to spend an hour doing this when they already understand it. Then you have time for the the play, which you, we we should see those things as positive for right. learning. And the skill of prioritizing, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody needs if we're going to be successful. Like, yeah, we want to do it all, but here's what matters most. Here's what matters most. And then you, yeah, go from there, organize it. Okay, so the... Number four reason why homeschooling is best for your kids is that school can really be a stressful place for kids who are really performance focused, um, who are overly compassionate, hypersensitive to what's going on around them, and that can be really overwhelming for them. Homeschooling removes all that from the equation. That was probably the number one, or at least it was the initial reason why we made the decision to homeschool. When my daughter was in second grade, Um, She was in a classroom, well, this happened throughout her first grade year, too, where she took on the burdens of everybody else around her. She's highly sensitive in that way. She's incredibly compassionate. But she was bearing those burdens of the kids who were getting in trouble, of the kids who were 
talking in ways that they shouldn't. And she was carrying all of that internally in her little seven-year-old body, um, which no kid should have to do, right? Um, and she's also really hyper-performance-focused, where she was just telling me the other day she so clearly remembers doing like a math test in first grade and getting 98 out of 100 and bursting into tears oh. because the teacher pointed out that she got too wrong. Where yeah, and you, my kids didn't really understand yeah. 98 out of 100 until right. they were probably in high school because we just didn't, you don't, you don't have to grade when, right. when you're in the younger years and, you know, there's no need for it. I, I knew if my children understood something or if they right. needed more work on that um, project. For sure. So that was the just seeing her become a person that she wasn't and how stressed that she was. Yeah. And I know working in a public school for as long as I have that that still exists. Oh, that the, the, the kids level. who are so overstressed about I need to get this good grade in my seventh grade class because that's going to determine the classes I can take in high school, which will determine which colleges I can get into, which determines what my, the entire path of my life is going to take. Mm. And that is so horrible for kids. Yeah, that um, pressure. To, yeah, the well, that's that kind of that set about the formula, right? You, you go, you you take the test, but what did everybody else get in the in the test and on the grade? And there's already that competition. You're focused on comparing, which, rather than right? That. Now you just you've automatically set up that compare compete formula, which is already right. That's mm -hmm. destructive yeah, for anybody. Um, so and the and line. the learning for grades. Instead no. of learning for knowledge. Yes. I mean, it, you know, the grades, who, who remembers what they had? I don't remember my seventh grade algebra grade. Yeah, right. But I, you know, I, I remember if I knew algebra. You know, so you have to, you know, you want to learn for knowledge, not for your percentage. Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so the next reason, number five, is that homeschooling kids don't have to deal with cliques or bullying or negative peer influences the way that public school kids do. Um, and I guess a caveat that I would throw in there is there are a whole lot of really great kids who go to public school. Mm -hmm. Amazing kids, amazing families who are in the public school system. However, every single one of them is exposed to stuff that you as a parent wouldn't want your kid to be exposed to. Um, and well, and unfortunately, the let's say 5%, 2% of the ones who are very troubled and very hurting can really affect an entire classroom. Yes. You know, and, and even and with a wonderful is, teacher. That percentage is growing. Yeah. Like the number of yeah. kids who are hurting, kids are growing up much faster than they should. They're exposed to way more than they should be at young, younger and younger ages. And all of that impacts your kid if they go to public school, whether you realize it or not. They're hearing things, they're seeing things, they're learning things outside of your teaching them. Right. Um, right. That you... If you're not aware of, it's happening and your kids are processing that. Um, and I would argue that those are things probably that you as the parent are the, you are the one that should be teaching your kid these things. So, right. Um, and if you're not, like definitely engage your kids in those conversations and, and help them process that out. Like, right. The question is what happened at school today? Not just what did you learn, um, but try to get that. Yeah. Try to get an insight. Yeah. And there's really no such thing as a click in the homeschooling world. I know we were talking about the young man that you brought the other day. You want to tell that story about? Oh, man, my mind is going blank. Oh, I'm, I'm To the activity day? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so this was, yeah, he's a family friend who he, he goes to public school. Um, 
but we brought him to activity day and he was in insanely like instantly welcomed by kids and just just melded right in there and yeah it was so cool where there wasn't the need to like hey this is so and so would you invite him in or um it was just instant and that was the culture that was there um it was so cool and i mean the 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 smile on his face and just that that love that he was shown just it stuck with him um so yeah i would definitely say the clicks and bullying and all that is much much less i'm i i wouldn't i wouldn't want to say it doesn't exist and especially now with e-learning we should have a podcast in the future just to be diligent because a lot of this can come through computers and so um, as you know, when I started homeschooling, there wasn't internet. <laughs> and so I, I really love the internet and I love the schooling benefits we have with my younger children, but I also have to be much more diligent because you can get some of that, um, that comes through and, which, which come for any student, any child, any mm-hmm. parent needs to be diligent. But yeah, the, um, the, it seems that they're much more open to multiple personalities and, and, um, ages and yes, you know ethnicities sure. I, I mean i'm not seeing a problem in the group because they're just used to that so yeah. okay so number six is you as a parent can address any character issues that arise in the moment you don't have to wait for a phone call from the teacher right. you don't have to wait for two months until parent teacher conferences yeah. to find out what's been going on with your kid <laughs> you are there, you see it, and you can address it right away, um, which is a huge thing, right? Because if you wait two months to tell me about something that I did wrong, I'm not even going to remember what it was. Right. Like, it just is not right. going to be motivating to me anymore. Um, and so, obviously, it's it's good to interweave character into everything you're doing, but the fact that you can address those issues right as they come up instantaneously is pretty huge. Right. And if you think about success, which I think most parents want their children to go on and be successful in the world, to be successful uh, people in this world, good character. I, I think if you reach out to almost any university, any, any employer, if somebody has good character, they're honest, they're hardworking, they're diligent, those things, and, and you can do that right every day. You can work on those things when you see those and you can, um, once again, teach to their strengths, you know, the things they're good at. And so. Yeah. And that blends in really easily with our next reason. Number seven is that your kids can learn life skills all the time. Um, from how do you interact with adults of different ages from how do you interact with kids as we've Mm -hmm. just been talking about from how do you walk with integrity through life? to more like, um, I don't know, practical everyday things like fixing a sink, you know, know, the plumber comes in and your kids are right there and they're, I mean, that happened to us and, um, you know, they can have time to cook. My, um, you know, we'll have our nieces over and, you know, they'll, we'll get them cooking with us and they'll, they'll have a blast and it's just, they're so busy with their schedule that that hasn't happened before. So it's, um, yeah, my kids are way better cooks than I am. <laughs> um, even just like um, every year, you know, we'll have a little Christmas party at my house and my wife will take like that week off of school and she'll teach my kids cooking yeah. and things like that. But how are you uh, 
Um, how are you to be hospitable? How are you a gracious host? What does that mean? Yeah. What does that look like? Right. Um, and things like that, that you can just embed as a part of school. Um, and I would say that my kids learning those things for a week opposed to doing a math worksheet, it's way more valuable oh, yeah. for right. their entire life. Yeah. And I think as, as a parent, right, we need to be looking at, at those opportunities um, versus right falling into those funks of, oh, now I need to make dinner. Um, yes. Let's, hey, wait a second. We're going to make dinner and you're going to help or right. It's just changing that, that mind shift into right, my, my early years of homeschooling. I had uh, usually had a newborn when you have six kids that happens. <laughs> and, um, you know, I would always think, oh, I'm going to get behind. I'm not going to get it all done. And then I finally had one older mom say to me, remember, the baby is the lesson. The, the, there's lessons in everything you're going through. Then I got a hold of a catalog from our local high school and they had like four classes on childcare and babysitting yeah. and all. And I thought, oh, these are credits. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, the school saw those as valuable. And they, you know, so my kids knew newborn care. They, you know, with nurturing and teaching and all that could come in just because they were involved. Absolutely. So. Okay, the number eight reason why homeschooling is best for your kids is that kids in the homeschool world are amazing at interacting with kids and adults of all ages I love this. Yeah. and doing it without even batting an eye. Mm -hmm. um, my 11 year old, like one of his best friends is a 15 year old mm -hmm. and you would never see that in a public school world. You know, like it just doesn't happen because kids are grouped by their ages. And so those are who your friends are. Um, but that's a really valuable skill to be able to interact yeah. with people of different ages and adults of different ages. You know, my kids for music, they, when they do a quote unquote recital, it's always done at a nursing home, mm -hmm. you know? So then they spend the day there with those people and interacting with those people. Again, like every single thing that they do is learning. Right. right. And so a day at the nursing home for kids is incredible learning. Um, yeah. So just being able to interact with kids of all ages is huge. Um, and the value the kids have from interacting with all ages of kid, children, ages of adults, um, they they really, because that's, who goes to a job that you only have everyone your age and right. your, you know, no, we interact in life is all ages, all backgrounds, all ethnicities. And so if we're in a school um, and we and we only have that opportunity. Now that's not always in your school. I mean, at homeschool, you might only have the your three siblings, but if you're getting out there, you're you're mixing right. with. Um, so sometimes the parents have to be a little intentional to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the benefit for younger kids of seeing older role models, mm -hmm. and the benefit then for older kids to be that role model. Right. I have conversations with my boy all the time about look at these boys who you're hanging out with because in a couple of years that's going to be you right. mentoring younger kids right and within that i guess comes the challenge of character building right yes um i think i have the the flip side experience just from work mm -hmm. as in i get to see sometimes the 15 year olds that do interact with the younger ones and those are the unhealthy relationships mm -hmm. um so just within this community right that we get to to experience that it is been built on families who have focused on that character building and that has led to that like amazing relationship of mentoring of like yeah taking somebody underneath their wing and and fostering that yeah older sibling kindness yeah um, so that's definitely been a huge thing that kim and i have seen 
Um, and I get to see it. Like I get to separate my yeah, professional life to, to, to this side of life. And it, yeah, it, it's very awesome. <laughs> so, all right. So number nine reason why you should uh, homeschool and why it's best for your kids is that homeschooling kids have more meaningful and better, yes, better socialization. <gasps> Really? <laughs> I think that's like the, the number one concern. That's that people, true. Yeah, the number one concern that people have is, well, how is my kid going to socialize? Or how will they get friends? Yes. You know, where where will they? Where, where will they ever? See that's people? what I'm asked. Where do your kids get, find friends? And I said, oh, they have so many <laughs> friends. We're not getting school <laughs> in. There's. Yes. Um, I, we live in a small town. Mm. How many people are at Stevens Point area? I don't know, twenty-ish. Yeah. Thirty thousand. I don't know. I think it's twenty-five. Okay. So we just uh, we have a homeschooling group that people can sign up for, and we have 240 families right now wow. signed up. Signed up. Now that could be any type of learning. That doesn't mean 240 families are at events, but there is a huge community of homeschool families. And then there's a lot of activities you can get involved in, maybe having more time in to socialize um, that are community wide. You know, right. when there's not a pandemic, you know, skating right. and gymnastics and theater and sports now are open for homeschoolers. So you have more time for those things right. because you're not wasting as much time. Definitely. Yeah. My kids have 10 times the social life that I ever had. A <laughs> hundred times more. And I went to public school, you know, and I saw my friends at school and that was it. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely would argue that it's better socialization. And I know that socialization is a big concern for people who are thinking about homeschooling. And so um, after we finish this series, our next series is going to be on breaking down all the myths about homeschooling and socialization will definitely be a big part of that. Um, right. And I I think 20 years ago, there was more of a question. I think now it has pretty much been proven. And, right. you know, when you talk to colleges, uh, the homeschool students that come in, they thrive when you talk to employers they're thriving. So I don't, you know, I think people who aren't familiar with homeschooling still have this, but most homeschoolers realize that this actually, like you said, in most cases, you know, unless there's an unhealthy parent or something, right. which would probably affect them no matter what school, right. um, that the socialization is much healthier. For sure. Um, okay. And then uh, number 10. Tenth reason why homeschooling is best for your kids is that you can make God the absolute foundation and center of all their learning and everything that they do. Um, for many kids who go to, you know, public school, or even if they go to a private school, like a, you know, like a parochial school, certainly they may, you know, talk about God and you might pray in school. If you go to a parochial school and public school, obviously that doesn't happen. And so it's very compartmentalized, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is where I talk and learn about God. And this is where I right. learn about other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but to make it the center and foundation of everything, it interweaves it all really, really beautifully so that kids can find that spiritual dimension in everything that they're learning, in everything that they're doing. And that's really, really powerful for kids. And I know speaking for my kids, it's just they have a much more um, a, a deeper and more robust faith than what I had when I was a kid and everything was just super compartmentalized and separated. Right. It's not just a Sunday morning uh, relationship. It's uh, right. and um, I had brought up the verse in Deuteronomy six. Um, it would be six six through 
probably at nine. Um, These words which I command you today should be on your heart. You should teach them diligently to your sons and daughters and should talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. How can you do that if you're not by your with your children the majority of the time? Right. If your kids are giving their best hours of the day to um, a school, to other people, um, I don't know how you would teach them, you know, not just a Sunday school class, but teach them diligently as they're doing their algebra, as they're doing their written paper, as they're helping the neighbor, as they're learning to cook. You know, that that's the times that you want to talk about faith. Absolutely. All right. So there are <laughs> 10 reasons. I mean, we could probably come up with a lot more. I don't think, yeah, I don't so, think this is an exhausted yeah. list. Yeah, but, so uh, <laughs> that's 10 reasons uh, why homeschooling is best for your kids. Um, from here, we're going to have a few interviews with um, some people who were homeschooled and are out in the world now, and they're going to talk about uh, how homeschooling benefited them. And also with some kids who are currently being homeschooled, so you can get their perspective too. Uh, and then we'll be focusing on why it's best for your families and why it's best for you as parents and why it's best for our communities and for the world. Um, in the meantime, uh, take care and we want to remind you to have life and have it abundantly. Have it abundantly.